0: Senator Lucio, you've represented the the people of South Texas in both the Texas uh, Senate and House of Representatives for 36 years. In that time, what are some of the changes that you've seen in the Rio Grande Valley? um, And and how has that that, um, been a part of that relationship across the border? Thank you very much, and good afternoon, everyone. I I just want to, first of all, uh, thank Steve Taylor and Ron Whitlock for being everywhere in this valley, always um, trying to take in uh, important events so that they can share it with the rest of the people in our great valley and our wonderful, beautiful, loving neighbors to to the south. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Infrastructure, (laughs) I'll start with that. There's so much, and it would take such a long time, but those here, that are they're visiting, you know, and, and listening to the panel. I can't thank you enough. I counted twelve. That's a biblical number, and and you can go out and spread spread the good news. Uh, I want to thank you because you're part of a great puzzle that has been placed together. If we could be invisible and look down at the Rio Grande Valley and also northern Mexico, we would see people like those on this panel um, that are working real hard in different areas of the valley, different parts of, of northern Mexico and, and the rest of the Republic of Mexico for that, for that, uh, you know, in that case. I, 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 I've been there, I, I can't say enough about uh, the wonderful people and the experiences that I had in the last 36 years in Mexico. Um, it, just about every every sector of Mexico, except you know where where the beaches roll in, I didn't get a chance to go to those places. But but we met we met for so that we could work with one another and and, and form partnerships and be able to grow together. But let me tell you a little bit about the things that that I saw. Uh, while I was a state representative and a state senator. When I, when I got to Austin, there weren't any spaghetti bowls in Austin. You know what a spaghetti bowl is? You know, all the highways going over each other. That's a spaghetti bowl. That's what they call a spaghetti bowl. Uh, we spent billions of dollars, and now there's at least eight or ten of them throughout that region. Uh, and uh, that was necessary to be able to to take in the growth that was happening there. Same thing here in the valley. I got there, there wasn't an interstate highway in the Rio Grande Valley. We were not connected on a national map with the rest of the country. Right here in in Brownsville, the port of Brownsville, Macau. We were not connected. Now we have I-69 from US-77, I-2, uh, from Expressway 83, I-69 East, connected all the way to the border of Brownsville, and I-69C, 281, barred to George West. Now, that's progress. But it, 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 it's not one person. It's not even just the legislature or the leaders of this state. It's everyone in this state coming together and working with one another to make things happen. And I'm going to tell you, sometimes you've got to get in line in Austin, Texas. And I got in line for one, one special, special uh, project that became something that both sides of the river will be able to capitalize on in the years to come. But we became part of the national map through these interstates, farm to market uh, goods were delivered much faster and safer, passed legislation, on, I did pass several pieces of legislation uh, that, that addressed overweight corridors from the international bridges to the port of Brownsville, uh, where they were going to ship goods out, uh, take them up the, inner, the inter the intercoastal, which is a super highway uh, of, you know on the water, and and so much can be said of what that means to this area, the state, and country. Uh, we feed the world. We feed we excuse me we we feed the country. People in Boston and in the East Coast and in San Francisco on the West Coast and everywhere in between are eating salads. Their salad and all those goods come from here in Northern Mexico. And we're grateful to have the NAFTA which which started at very slowly but now it's a multi-billion Dollar, you know, uh, agreement between Mexico, the United States, and Canada and they changed the name. I didn't realize that until we, I saw it in the internet. But going on to business and technology, uh, the, birth play, the birth date of the internet was January the 1st, 1981. We didn't know anything about it, did we, until much later. Uh, uh, my office didn't have internet until 1991. Uh, along with the general public and the rest of the country, and uh, I had a dialed up internet uh, back in those days to be able to get get connected now Proposition eight uh, broadband uh, will make Texas safer, smarter, and healthier, enhancing public safety. networks require proper investment to deliver reliable broadband service in our evolving inter- interconnected world. Uh, Proposition 8 allows for funding to address critical upgrades for public safety and the next generation 911 services. Uh, We've always wanted to improve health and that's most important. So broadband access can reduce the burden of time and the distance to access quality care for providers and patients. Proposition 8 will make telemedicine available to more Texans than ever before. Uh, elevating education along the way, students need access to high-speed uh, internet to ensure they can fully participate uh, in modern learning environments, both at home and in the classroom. Broadband uh, access delivers the tools that schools need to help kids uh, become digital literate. Uh, <clears throat> in 1989, I decided to run for the Texas Senate. Uh, and um, But before I did, I I didn't realize that we had a little fax machine for an entire 150 members of the Texas House of Representatives. The young lady that worked for me for 36 years reminded me of that a few days ago when I was preparing for today. Uh, GPS was invented by Gladys West, an African-American woman, mathematician, in the early 1990s. I bet you didn't know that. Uh, Cell phones uh, for personal use were Invented in 1983, they were kind of heavy, I remember. Now we, we can't live without one. Everyone's got one, and everybody's texting when they shouldn't be texting. Uh, and uh, we know that when we look left and right. Now we can uh, stream uh, on laptops, tablets, and, t- and, and TVs. In the, early, uh, in the early or late 60s and early 70s, party lines were, were a thing of the past. Uh, but that was the thing then, excuse me, uh, home, line, home phone lines that you shared well, with your neighbors. Uh, and we remember that, uh, being in line at a booth. I still remember that right now. I was just um, in grade school. Uh, now, I come to NAFTA. Why did U- USMCA, United States, Mexico, Canada agreement replace NAFTA in July of 2020? I asked that question. Uh, and uh, the answer is, the, the USMCA, uh, which substituted the North American Free Trade Agreement, is a mutually beneficial win for the North American workers, farmers, ranchers, and businesses. The agreement creates more balanced reciprocal trade, uh, supporting high-paying jobs for Americans, and grow the uh, North American economy. Uh, we know what this has done not only for Texas, but for the rest of the country. So um, we're, we're very fortunate. Um, I want to just touch very briefly in, in terms of census and the census that have taken place uh, since 1987. Um, Cameron County um, group group in 36 years, from 260,000 to 421,000-plus. Hidalgo County, a big one. 383,545 to 870,781. I think it's all those babies being born at uh, uh, DHR. Uh, I'm told that between 900 and 1,000 babies are born a month. Looking at the population in in elementary schools, that's at least one and a half elementary schools a month. So, do we have to plan for the future in in terms of the education of our children? You betcha. And and I hope that those that um, are elected by, you know, generations that follow are as proactive as Diane here. Our commissioner is probably the most proactive commissioner I ever confirmed uh, in the Texas Senate. And I'm so proud to sit right next to her because I can boast about that, <laughs> and and just let you know that you have great people that are sitting here that really care about our, our region and our people, and that's so important. In Willitsie County, it went from 17,000 to 20,000, slight growth. Star County, 40,000 to 65,000, but you know where the growth is. So with that growth, you know... Uh, and let me compare Florida's population grew 1.9 percent, Texas population grew 1.6 percent, to 30,000. Uh, excuse me, to, uh, to 30 million. Excuse me, thirty million twenty-nine thousand five hundred and seventy-two. Now that's a lot of. You divide that by 31 senators, and you're, they're going to be representing one million people each, and and um, that's that is significant. Um, California lost, they're all here now. People are coming in from California, people are coming in from New York, people are coming in from other parts of the country. But California lost uh, 0.3%, New York lost 0.9%. This shows that Texas and the Rio Grande Valley are growing at a higher rate than average. Higher education, look around. I came to school here in 1965, after I attended Texas A&I in Kingsville for one year and my, my government teacher told me to sit in the back of the room because I was Mexican and I didn't want that kind of environment so I, I transferred back to, to the valley and here we are. I, I witnessed such growth. There was two buildings here when I came in, two buildings, we, we were going to classes where the old high school here in Edinburgh used to be. That's how we started here. Pan American College, Pan American University. And then <clears throat> uh, here, here we go with, with legislation that I was privileged to carry to bring in university systems, UT, a and um, The rest is history. I don't have to go over all of that. You know what's happened. Billions of new dollars went into also to uh, excuse me let, me, let me go back a little bit. Uh, I was very privileged to, to work with these institutions, but one of the things that I really like what A&M did was to, the programs they established to address the workforce of tomorrow, actually the workforce of today that, that we need for tomorrow. But um, this would set us up and make sure we attract manufacturing jobs to this area of the state, which are direly needed good-paying jobs. Um, in public education, billions of new uh, dollars went into public ed. In the last two sessions, ladies and gentlemen, 15 billion new dollars have gone to education. Our, 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 our um, budget in Texas right now is nearing a hundred billion dollars for the biennium, which means 50 billion a year. Um, <clears throat> and we're addressing every issue up there. I say we because I was privileged to be uh, Vice Chairman of the Education Committee uh, when, when um, Senator Dan Patrick was, was, the, uh, was, was a Senator from Houston and, and also uh, with, with Senator Larry Taylor out of Galveston who retired this, this, this year as I did. Um, privileged to have, to have had a bird's eye view of what public education in Texas is all about and what we need to do to save at-risk students from dropping out of school. That is my number one issue, and i gladly tell you today that if we don't do something about that, they'll end up in four different lines. It's either a welfare line, an unemployment line, a criminal justice line, and the worst line of all is a suicidal line and that's happening. So we need to come together. I've talked to small business people already and they're willing to invest in whatever it is that is needed whatever it is that is needed to be able to raise the funds to address the needs of these young people that are are lost for one reason or another. There are problems uh, out in in, in in the different community in our in our valley, and we need to make sure that we don't. When people drop through through the cracks, that we reach in there and get them out. Um, enough on that. I I want to um, also say that reforms uh, such as teacher pay to combat low salaries um, in House Bill three. Uh, House Bill three two sessions ago was the last session I served. Uh, made it possible, I was, uh, I was so happy to be part of, a, of, a, of some language that was added to the bill that guaranteed that teachers would get 30% of any new monies that would come into an ISD independent school district, 30% would go to teachers' salaries. So there's another bill on the table today and there's some some issues that are being taken up and and considered. I am a public school teacher by profession. I had six other brothers and sisters that were public school teachers, but we also respect the fact that parents know more about their children than than we do, and that they should be able to have the right uh, to be able to choose the schools their children go to enough on that one as well but I I do support parental choice. Disasters, we've had our share. Um, Governor um, Abbott um, appointed me to an expert vaccine allocation panel uh, that uh, schools went online and so did many businesses. Um, it, It turned out our lives it turned our lives upside down and we lost many good people during the hard period of, of COVID and it hasn't gone away yet. It hasn't gone away and totally I should say and there's always the threat of it coming back even stronger so get vaccine people that's what we need to do. Uh, Hurricane Dolly hit in 2013 uh, we lost power and it created habit in our area didn 't it? Hurricane Harvey in two thousand and seventeen didn 't hit us directly; it hit north of corpus christi but it but but we, uh, we did but we did uh, come close it came close enough to us uh, to remember how bad hurricanes are and how uh, and, and help and, and it, it reminded us we we should help our neighbors and we did. Uh, The great Texas freeze of 2021, Well, we all remember that. The temperature was below freezing for days. The power grid overloaded and you were lucky if you got rolling blackouts at home. Many people did not. Uh, We are still working on the power grid and it will take several years to bring it back uh, to today's standards. We just passed the proposition creating an energy fund and I think Texas is ready and, it, and it will step up to the challenge that it, that it, it has faced uh, in the years past. And I just wanna tell you that I respect all the changes that have taken place in this area of the valley, especially the new venues uh, for sports, the sports arenas. Uh, we have a lot of uh, our neighbors have come visit us, uh, soccer games and, and uh, soon to be a football stadium. There's so much going on, um, and it's uh, really, I I, I can't cover it all. But I do want to say this. Someone mentioned, and I think it was Mr. Ward, excellent presentation, opening remarks. Um, And the only thing that I I want to, to, to tell him and you today is that the river is not a border that separates us, in my point of view. The river actually connects us. It connects us because we use that river. Both sides of the river depend on that river in many ways. And when we're connected, I say we're really connected because we have incredible friends in Mexico. We have business partners in Mexico. We have family in Mexico. My grandmother came from Spain, and her family settled down in San Fernando, Tamaulipas. That's... A little bit uh, close to uh, Victoria, not Texas, but Victoria, Tamaulipas. And um, my grandpa went across the border and, and just brought her back. She was 16 years old. They had 11, 11 kids, and my dad was one of those 11 kids. And um, my, my grandpa actually came from, from Potenza, Italy. So we were, you know, no matter where we come from, we ended up in, a, in an area that that is so beautiful and and so unique, and and I have to agree with uh, what has been said up here by these wonderful people that I have the privilege of sitting with today. To tell you that let's not when people reach across, um, let's let's take their hand and 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 shake it and embrace them with a smile, and 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 if we do that I know we're going to get the same treatment uh, and we, we're going to be able to accomplish things that uh, that are unbelievable. Do we have potential in our schools? You bet you. Uh, Augusto I tell you there are so many kids that know how to they're great artists already great artists, great musicians. Uh, they, they, uh, <clears throat> they're children that can sing my my grandchild, one of them, he's graduating from the University of Texas uh, at Austin this, this December. He made the State Choir as a freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. The State Choir. I mean, that says something about the talent that we have here in the Valley. And uh, we need to obviously support that talent. We need to support uh, the Commission for the Arts, and we um, Hopefully, need to make sure that our those that represent us from the governor down, um, um, the, our, our governor, lieutenant governor, and, and of course the legislature understand how important it is for us to not only support the 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 the, the arts but also expand on it so that we can uh, make sure that it it um, it has a bright future in the years ahead. So. Thank you very much for affording me this opportunity to express, uh, um, you know, a few things that I've encountered. Uh, I just stopped. I just really touched the top of the cake. <laughs> There's so much. Thank but you, but I'm happy to be here.
1: Thank you, sir. Thank you so much for
0: your words. And yeah. <laughs> Senator Lucio? I just want <clears throat> to... Remind all of us that we, we've had wonderful pioneers. Uh, one of them was Bill Summers, who is the president of the Valley Partnership here in the Valley. Bill took delegations to Victoria, um, Tampico, um, all over, you know, Reynosa, Matamor, all over uh, the northern part of Mexico. And he, um, he really wanted to make sure that we kept that connection. So we opened up an office in Victoria, Tamaulipas. And, you know, I I think we need to go back to something like that, uh, have a presence in Mexico, um, Victoria, maybe Matamoros, maybe Reynosa, maybe all three, um, and, and have someone from Mexico maybe man those offices so they can articulate to, to the masses there what we're trying to do as we uh, try to to promote and support the, the arts uh, on the border bo- on both sides of the border that will strengthen our resolve that will strengthen our ties with Mexico I love the fact that we could be known uh, to be the capital of the arts right here in the Rio Grande Valley, why not? I mean, it, it, we, we have uh, what it takes to do that, and we have the leadership um, that's in this room and many <coughs> who are not here that can certainly provide for that type of leadership to take us in that direction. So I just wanted to, to remind us all that there have been some incredible people in the past, Bill Self, Summers being one of them, uh, and he, um, he took us to a higher level. And we used to have a commissioner, a good neighbor commissioner. Texas had a good neighbor commissioner appointed by the governor, confirmed by the Senate back in the day. And I can see why we can't do that. And then Mexico can do the same thing. A A good neighbor commissioner to Texas or to the United States but in Texas so we can work together and strengthen our countries and our state. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And I'd like to thank all of our panelists for joining us today and sharing their valuable perspective. As the Dean of the College of Fine Arts here at UTRGV, I am particularly grateful for your commitment to the flourishing of the arts. Thank you again for attending our panel discussion, and I hope you enjoy our reception afterwards. Thanks so much.